0: today's episode is an incredibly dynamic combination of inspiration and energy so grab your coffee and let's do this you're listening to the elevate your aid podcast where we firmly believe that
1: time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success, and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200
0: breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to the Elevate Your Aid podcast. I am your host, Chris McPeak, and today's show is going to be fabu. I am talking to the amazing energy-filled, bubbly, fantastically fun, Keisha Fitzgerald of the Empower Her podcast. And we had such a fun time chatting. She was so gracious to do the show with me with absolutely zero knowledge of my my thing. And, and we had a great conversation. I think that we're a lot alike in some ways. Um, maybe she was more self-actualized at her age now than I was at that point. But anyway, we have a really great conversation. So I hope you enjoy that. But before we get to my chat with Keisha, I want to remind you that I have a fantastic new website, chrismcpeak.com. There is all kinds of fun stuff there and nice little goodies just for you. And speaking of goodies, if you go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash free goodies, I have a entire library of neat little stuff that you can download and use to improve your time management, productivity, career, satisfaction, etc. So McPeak.com forward slash free goodies. Go check that out and just load up on all of it. And yeah, let's do this. Up next, my interview with Keisha. Okay. I am super excited to welcome to the show today, the host of the empower her podcast. This is Keisha Fitzgerald. How are you doing this morning, my dear?
1: I'm doing so fabulous. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I think that we are somewhat kindred spirits without really knowing it. I have really been hitting your show hard. The last couple weeks to get prepared to talk to you. So, um, let's, first of all, let's do your origin story. Okay. I borrowed that from Adam Shibley cause it's just a cool, it's a cool thing to say. How did you get started in your business? And yeah, let's just kind of start at the beginning.
1: Yeah. So I lived in the greater Seattle area and I had kind of gone through the process of doing all of the things. Like I, you know, went to college, got the degree, got the job, decided that I was going to start climbing the corporate ladder, but always had this gut feeling that I wanted like, quote unquote, more, but I didn't know what that was. And I didn't really think there was a lot of options of things that I could do. So instead, I got really good at reframing and getting excited about the career path that I was in. That being said... I was working in a predominantly male environment as a really young female in the IT project management industry. Okay. And I wasn't quite qualified for my job, so I was hustling outside of work to really learn and grow and try to understand kind of my role. And because of that, I was burning the candle at both ends, and I decided that I would start working on something that I could control, which was my health and fitness goals. I stumbled upon a program called P90X. Um, which was created by a company, Beachbody, and decided I'd do it in my garage before work. And that I would at least control that to get my energy up and just really start to focus on myself while my job was so taxing. And it turns out I fell in love with not only just the products that Beachbody had, but I decided to build a business on the side um, in hopes that I could find more fulfillment, building a side business, helping other women on their health and fitness goals. And really developed a passion for that. And that kind of took off and it turned from a passion to like something that I really wanted to invest some time in my now fiance. And I moved from Seattle to New York city for him to go to NYU dental school. I got a dream job at Google in corporate recruiting while building this business on the side. And then as the business started to grow, because you know, as you're passionate about something, you start to invest more time into it. It exceeded my corporate income and it was more of like an opportunity cost of why I needed to leave my corporate job to go for this full time. So I've been a full-time, I've had a business partner with Beachbody since April of 2015 as my full-time job. And then about a year ago, I started Empower Her Podcast and I'm just really on a mission now. We moved from New York to San Diego and I'm on a mission now just to help women live purpose-driven lives where they're just getting out of their own dang way. And I'm really, really focused on helping people make intentional habit switches to build lives that they love.
0: I love that. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Where did the idea of starting a podcast come from?
1: I feel like I didn't have a lot of people around me. Like when we lived in New York City, I didn't have a lot of people around me that were moving the direction that I wanted to move as I was starting to get interested in personal growth. So I was obsessed with picking the brains through podcasts Mm -hmm. of other people that were steps ahead of me to kind of understand how they thought about things, how they viewed the world and um, like look into their conversations. And that was so powerful for me that eventually I was like, you know what, I just need to do my own take on this because I think there's women out there that are going to connect with my style and maybe my message. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm only a couple steps ahead of them. So that could be really impactful. And I actually, this is a fun little tip. If you're like simmering on something that you want to do, I actually went to social media and shared that I was going to start a podcast before I had the podcast equipment, knew how to start a podcast or had the name. So I had this external like accountability that I was going to do the dang thing because now all these people were counting on me. And I really just embraced that I didn't know what I was doing, but it was gonna be fun to just figure it out as I go and kind of share the messy journey with the people I was connected with on social media as well.
0: Well and that's what's so great about your show. It's very real. It's very genuine. It's unfiltered um and it it makes you so relatable. And I think that's really important for a podcaster. Um it's so funny that we would be recording today because I was just talking I was being interviewed for Adam Scheibley's show and we were talking about that importance, that authenticity, um, and how special that is when your audience feels that from you. And, and I will tell you like off the bat, I, I felt like I knew you and I felt like we'd already gone to coffee by listening to your show. So, um, oh, love yeah, that. super, super cool. Um, Okay. So you have very specifically done a show on work-life balance and boundaries. And I, today I just caught the show on overwhelm. So kind of walk us through your philosophy on that stuff.
1: So I get asked often about work-life balance and I just think it's total BS to be honest, Mm -hmm. because I really think of life, like I like pizza. So I'm just going to use that as an example. I think of it like a pizza where essentially right now, the current life that you have you're consuming all of your time with your pizza and each slice is a different category of your life. So we should expect that if we're adding something else, like if work gets more hectic or we're adding a side business or we're adding a podcast, or you know, life changes happen. We have a baby or whatever it may be that that pizza, like something has to give, right? Something has to be added in or something has to give in order for us right. to fill our amount of time that we have in the day. So I think that sometimes in seasons, it's really helpful to just choose a ball that you're okay with dropping a little bit because Mm -hmm. something else is taking the front burner. So I think the concept as like my philosophy on it overall is essentially you only have so much time in the day. And if you're adding something in or something is taking up more than it's sliced, you know, for sake of example, right. it's expected that you're not going to feel super balanced. So just understanding that and not striving for something that doesn't actually exist, I think can be so helpful. So you don't feel like you're constantly failing. Cause when you feel like you're failing, you're making decisions that aren't serving you either because you just feel like you're hot mess. Right. (laughs) So, So That's one part. And then as far as boundaries, I think it's, Really interesting where the times that I've been frustrated with people, it's often when they're overstepping a boundary that I haven't communicated to them, or I haven't really actually set up. And when I say boundary, I think of like a structure that determines like what will exist in our life and what won't exist in our life. And for me, you know, having a large business and for anyone that's in the corporate world that has a large business or employees that are reporting to them, it's like, We can get frustrated of when people are reaching out to us, but if we haven't told them that this is when we're open and this is when we're not, this is when we're available, this is when we're not, then we're going to get frustrated. So what I've been really intentional about is looking for the times when I catch myself feeling frustrated and asking the question, is there a boundary that I need to put in place here so that I can protect my own energy, especially as an entrepreneur, as someone who, you know, if you're a podcaster or someone that's, you know, in a giving type role as moms, whatever it may be, It's so important that we protect and maintain our energy and often we can avoid a lot of frustration and the feeling that is associated with feeling overwhelmed if we just protect and maintain our energy proactively and get really intentional about saying, is this serving me or do I need to set something in place to protect, you know, protect myself. Yeah
0: that is fantastic and i love the idea about paying attention to your your energy and what's adding energy to your day and what's taking energy away and then you know making your decisions from there um the episode i listened to today i want to say there was a cake analogy in there um can you talk a little bit about the cake? Because I, we all, everybody loves cake, right?
1: Everybody loves cake. <laughs> so, um, for me, especially with the background in like project management, engineering, recruiting, and now having my own business, that at one point I was building a side business with a full-time job. Right. so, it was so important that I was really proactive about planning out my weeks, kind of like intentionally looking at my weeks ahead and figuring out little time blocks. And with that came this way that I started to approach things where essentially I think of my day with a cake, where there's three different components of that cake and for sake of the analogy, everything else is sprinkles, which just sounds really fun, right? yeah. So looking at the things that you need to do today, because like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can look at my to-do list and it's so long that even looking at it, I just am like, ah, make it stop. (laughs) Right. So picking the three for me, most intentional things that were so important to move the needle forward and making that my cake was really powerful. And then what I like to do from that is essentially pick the, the item that can be done first that requires the least amount of time so that you get that confidence boost of getting something crossed off your to-do list because you know sometimes it's nice to like I mean if I'm in one of those moods I'll write down like shower and I've already done that and I'll cross Mm -hmm. it off and Feels good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But this really helps you get focused on moving the needle forward with the three things that you've determined are the most important things to do. And if they aren't time sensitive, I do think it's really helpful to do that one that takes the least amount of time first so you can start to build up that momentum. And this has been really powerful for me. So on Sunday nights, I would sit down and kind of game plan my week. And I think this could go for any profession, regardless of stage of life, where sure. if you're in you know, a relationship and you have kids, it's like, who's going to take the kids to the thing that they need to be taken to? And just kind of getting really proactive about planning out your week so it doesn't feel like, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, but you have some sort of a game plan. Mm-hmm. And then you have this perfect amount of grace for yourself of understanding that things are not going to go according to your plan always because life throws curveballs. Yes, but if you have a game plan, you're so much more likely to do the things that are actually priorities to you rather than letting those priorities fall to the back burner, like our relationships, like our health, like the things that are actually going to move us forward and grow us the way that we want to. So by making it be just a cake of three things, that's helped me focus and not squirrel as much about other things that come in. So I'm really working off of my priorities versus someone else's.
0: Yeah, I I think that's great and I love the idea of it just being three things. That's super simple cuz you know, if you think of a to-do list, even like putting shower on there and crossing it off to say that you've done it. Most people are going to do some form of, you know, shower morning getting ready routine kind of thing. Um So, but here's the big question. So in the event of that, you suddenly realize that your cake has a delicious cream filling in it or some pudding. Um, How does that change the approach to the cake? I think the goal of it is to kind of get your
1: brain to look at your own to-do list and decide what are the things that are actually going to move the needle forward. And even if you were to get two of those most important items done, what happens is sometimes we procrastinate on the things that are actually essential to move it forward because we mm-hmm. think it's going to be hard. And right. I think happens often we create this story that it's going to take a really long time to do things. So one trick that I've, this is kind of a side tangent, but one trick that I've found has been really helpful for me is, for example, laundry or dishes. For whatever reason, I decide it is going to take me so long to do laundry or dishes or go through my closet and you know get all the goodwill bags or whatever I need to do. Right. And when you do it, and you time yourself, and then you can look at proof, and you're like, it took me one song to unload the dishwasher but I was thinking about it for 45 minutes and it's that fatigue that happens in our brain from thinking about something for so long or making too many decisions when in reality you've got three things that are going to move the needle forward you decided those three things you do the the quickest one if it's not time sensitive first to get that instant win and Mm -hmm. then for the other extra sprinkly things in your life um that you also want to get done great and if you're creating a story that it's going to take forever to do it set a time and actually just call yourself out on that BS story because often it really doesn't take us that long to do it. It takes us more time to think about doing it.
0: Right. So right. And I had a similar, um, cause I talk about that whole timing thing. That's one of the components of like elevate your eight is figure out how long it takes you to do those certain things every single day. Like right. I know my commute is going to range between 15 minutes and 25 minutes depending on traffic. So I count for that. But the example that you made about, um, emptying the dishwasher. I had a very similar experience with just washing. Did We don't have a dishwasher in my house. So in the time it took for me to brew a single cup of coffee for my husband in the morning is how long it took me to do the dishes that were left over from last night. And I had done exactly what you were talking about. I told myself this story like, God, I'm not going to get this done. But um, I just decided to go for it. And then it was done. And I felt so, I think that set the framework for my entire day. So it's a really a good trick.
1: And it's an easy thing to do. It's also easy not to do. So the difference right. is those tiny little things, like in terms of how you want to elevate your life, yes. it's being intentional about those tiny little wins that are putting deposits in your confidence bucket. Because when you're more confident, you're going to do the brave thing. You're going to go out there and chase your dreams. You're going to have better relationships, but it's not going to come from arriving at confidence or arriving at fulfillment. It's those little wins that are helping you. Like unloading the dishwasher while you're making coffee for your husband, it seems so trivial. And someone could hear that and say like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. Try doing several of those things over again. And that compounds over time. And all of a sudden, you look back and you're like, wow, I'm so grateful for that woman that I was that decided to be a little bit more intentional because who I am now, holy crap, that's a whole new person.
0: I love that. I love the confidence drops or the the deposits in your confidence yeah. bucket. That's so, that's so clever. Okay, so I have my super secret question is no, really, no longer really a secret. But you know, we you've mentioned this in your shows too. We have twenty four hours in every day. But Keisha, if you woke up tomorrow and suddenly you had a twenty fifth hour, what's something special that you would do for yourself with that extra hour?
1: I think I would be unplugged and just present with people because I'm always making sure that I'm intentional, especially in this like social media world where we're constantly on and people are like coming at us from all different directions and different communication channels. I've been very intentional about always honoring my priorities and having my phone be an arm's length distance away. So I don't, it's not around me all the time. If I had one hour, I would just deep dive even more into the relationships that make my world go round. And I think about the end of my life, if I had one day left, the same rules would apply where I would just want to be so intentional about being present with the people in front of me, um, more than, than worrying about what everyone else that's external thinks of me, you know?
0: Yes. And of course you'd be eating some cake.
1: For sure. I mean, or actually I probably, if I had one, I'd probably eat ice cream. I probably. Oh,
0: see, we are soul sisters. Ice cream is my jam too. Um, but there's nothing better than a good cupcake. That's for sure. Um, Keisha, where can everybody find you on social online? I'm in the podcast realm.
1: Yes. So my Instagram handle is Keisha, K-A-C-I-A dot Fitzgerald. And I also have an Instagram for the empower her podcast, which is two times a week. show. I'm really into that right now. And, um, yeah, you can come find me on social there
0: can frigging fantastic elevators. We've been talking to Keisha Fitzgerald of the empower her podcast. And thank you for being with us today.
1: Yes. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Hey, are you subscribed to the elevate your aid podcast? Cause you kind of really should be. And if you're a really cool person and super nice, you would leave me a rating and review. Those are super important to me because it helps me figure out exactly what kind of content I ought to be producing and sharing with you. So if you'll just take two seconds, subscribe to the show, leave me a rating and review, and then hey screenshot it and tag me on Insta and I suppose I might have a little surprise for you. So let's go do that now. I'm out of here.